I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I love the book, The Power Broker, the epic biography of former New York City planner Robert Moses. So I'm breaking it down 100 pages at a time and talking to special guests about why this book matters, like Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I actually think if it wasn't for Robert Moses, I probably wouldn't have run for Congress. Listen to 99% Invisible's breakdown of The Power Broker every month on the 99% Invisible podcast feed. Just watch me love myself That's all I want Got what I want That's all I want I'm not sorry I'm Claire Fallon And I'm Emma Gray And this is Love to See It, an obsessively detailed recap podcast about reality dating shows like The Bachelor and other pop culture that makes us laugh, cry, and curse the patriarchy. We can't live with these shows and we can't live without them, but we can break down every juicy moment and unpack all the weird messages these shows send us about love, sex, and dating. Welcome to Love to See It, a podcast about the love between a woman and her brother, a love so strong that he will wear a wig for her so that he can ask all her boyfriends whether they think she's as beautiful as a Disney princess. Brothers out there, take note, this is what we're aiming for in 2023 and beyond. This week, it's finally the premiere of Charity Lawson's season of The Bachelorette. It also happens to be the 20th or porcelain anniversary of The Bachelorette. We're at 47 combined seasons of the main show at this point. No wonder we are all so exhausted. Yeah, honestly, that trash. (laughs) We've been doing this for so long. (laughs) But here to discuss every bad pickup line and limo exit, plus brother of the year, Nehemiah Lawson's undercover mission in the mansion, is friend of the pod and former Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise contestant, Jill Chin. Jill, thank you for joining us. It is my absolute pleasure. I love hanging out with you guys. Same. Yes, we love it too. We just saw you like two weeks ago for our live stop in Boston, and we had such a good time. So we were thrilled that you agreed to come back on. Like, this is really good after. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) So fun. Yeah. Anyway, I can I can hang out with you guys and your fans. The best. It's it true. Was so fun. It's true. They really, they really are. Our listeners are the loveliest human beings. Yeah. But let's get into this episode because there's a lot. There's a lot to discuss, even though you could watch it and come away and be like, did anything important happen? And yet. That's a premiere of The Bachelorette, baby. Exactly. It's all set up. So Jesse greets us outside the mansion. It's a very special season of The Bachelorette, he lets us know, because it's the 20th anniversary season. 20 seasons of roses, romance proposals, and I'm proud to say, families. Come on. (laughs) Jesse, you weren't involved in those families. Calm down. What is, who was the last, like, successful Bachelorette? Was it Rachel Lindsay? Oh, gosh. I should, I should know this, and instead I'm like. Maybe. Who are the bachelorettes who came after Rachel Lindsay? My mind is a blank. 
I feel like they would claim Becca Kufrin because she's with Thomas, but like no. they didn't really have that much of a hand in that. I no. will let Jesse take credit for Becca and Thomas's family. But that's that's, that's, that's got to be the last one. <laughs> yeah. Right. But he reminds us that charity has it all, except for the one thing every woman needs most, a heterosexual marriage partner to share her beauty with. I mean, when you're that when you're that gorgeous, you know, who can argue with that? You have to find a man to share you do. with. You're, be you're legally obligated. <laughs> it's time for Charity's intro package. We head off to Columbus, Georgia with Charity. She like dances around. She's like walking on the rocks, looking adorable. I did note that she is wearing what seemed to be skinny jeans. And I, did I thought that. I thought we were done with those. Wow. I feel like fashion moves so quickly. Yeah. On the batch, I think, and you'll, you'll see it again, like this season, I saw a teaser. We have a lot of interesting older fashions kind of coming back, including may, may I say a scarf on a man? Oh no. (gasps) Oh no. We all, anyone who's come to our live shows knows that we are all traumatized by the fashion scarves of 2012. (laughs) And apparently it's, it's been long enough. Yeah. Jill, thank you for that eagle eye. Is it true that we're living because of TikTok in an era where there just is no fashion anymore? Like, everything is in style now. Like, TikTok is spreading microtrends so quickly that, like, we can't keep yeah, up. Yeah, even, like, Shein can't produce it fast enough. <laughs> so it's just, yeah. so it's like, we can't make every kind of gene at the no. same time. Like, it's too much. So we learn a little bit more about Charity or like relearn more about Charity. She's the youngest of four siblings. Her family is very close. She was academically oriented. She was a cheerleader. She went to Auburn. She has her master's in clinical and mental health counseling. She has everything, career, family, friends, and a long-term ex who cheated on her all the time. Well, you got to have a tragic backstory. That's what makes you worthy of love. Yeah, exactly. As a bachelorette, she really does have the full package. She uh, tells us about her brother, Nehemiah, who viewers may remember from her time on Zach Shawcross's season. Nehemiah is her best friend. And her family is there to really support her through this. They sit on a white couch with her and give her a pep talk about, like, not settling and finding a love she deserves. And she's like, definitely this time I will not settle anymore. No chance of settling when you are just offered up 20 men on a platter and told you have to marry one of them. (laughs) Right. (laughs) She wants a 48-year marriage like her parents have, which I wrote down without thinking. And then I was like, her parents were married for 21 years before she was born. She's 27. She is the youngest. How old are her parents? They look so young. They look so young. I definitely have to assume that they got married at like 20. They're eternal. They'd have to have gotten married (laughs) at like 20. Oh my gosh. Okay. Right. If they are... They're like 70? Wow. Okay. We have all the makings of the perfect, like tragic backstory, something, you know, somebody is going to betray her trust and that's going to, you know, form a plot line. And then we've got the the parents who have the great relationship. It's all the makings of a classic Bachelor story. It's so true. Yeah. And she does, she has the parents who have like the longest, like biologically possible (laughs) marriage for her to aspire to. It's incredible. We also, because this is the anniversary season, I assume we get these little video messages interspersed throughout from Bachelorette's past, like JoJo and Caitlin. I feel like they do this more with The Bachelorette because people remember The Bachelorette's fondly. And when it's an anniversary season of The Bachelor, they're like, 
Sean. (laughs) Let's not think about any of the other ones. Just Sean. No one, please no one remember that we cast Chris Souls and Juan Pablo. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, no, that was, that kind of threw me off. It was kind of like when I see, when they put like text up on a cell phone, like in like a Lifetime show, it was that kind of vibe. Like, let me just throw this in there. Oh my God, the graphics team truly working overtime. They were working overtime. That was crazy. (laughs) And this brings us to night one. We're ready to meet these men. It's raining. Charity's standing under a little awning in front of the bachelor mansion. The men are chanting her name in the limos and chugging champagne. And Charity is rolling up in a beautiful beaded floral gown in various shades of pink and gold. Mm -hmm. She looks great. She's stunning. It looked heavy. It did. It did look really heavy. <laughs> it looked heavy. And then she had a but little. A, she had a little shawl. She had like a fur little yeah. shawl. It must have been a little chilly. Yeah, they were like, you can have yeah. a sheer shawl as a treat, given that it's like about to hail. Right. And once she, once she goes inside, they get her like a fur one, and I was like, you should have had this for when she was standing outside for seven hours. I know. Poor thing. <laughs> But then the men wouldn't be able to effectively see her shoulders and decolletage, which is so important. First out of the limo, Aaron B., which means he's not only alphabetically first, they are definitely seeing him as a front Mm. runner. I'm feeling really good about our prediction from our uh, cast bios episode that he had a front runner bio. I feel like all of the, the information is really coming together to support our thesis. They want to make this happen. He jokes that some people call him A.A. Ron, a little Key and Peele mm-hmm. reference for the people. And something that we notice at this point that they're doing is they're interspersing the intro packages with the limo exits. I liked this. I think this is a better yeah. format because so often the first episode feels like this very truncated slog where we have to do her intro package. Then we have to do Mm. a handful of the men's intro package. Then we have to do the same limo entrance 25 times. Like this, this breaks it up a little bit. And I enjoyed that. Yeah, I agree. They also, it's a throwback. I think they did this in, in the first season of The Bachelor. I remember when we you might be right. watched that in 2019 that they did the women's intro packages when well, they met. I approve. This is a good the move. The Bachelor. <laughs> so what we learned from his intro package is that Aaron is a software sales executive by day, but also has many hobbies like photography, hiking, piano, and, quote, connecting with anyone at the beach. Hmm. So picking women yes. up. I mean, this is the man that is BFFs with Aaron Clancy, right? So. Oh, that changes a yeah. lot. That actually changes <laughs> Jill is reassessing. <laughs> She's like, I know Aaron Clancy. <laughs> I know Aaron Clancy. Wow. I, I wasn't really expecting that from A.A. Ron B. Yeah. It's like he has two sides yeah. to the information we've been given about him. Like. Photography, hiking, piano, wholesome. like so, yeah. seems so polished and wholesome. And Aaron then Clancy. friends with Aaron oh. Clancy meets people at the yeah. beach. And I'm like, oh, like, this, God, could, how this, this could truly go one of two ways. Oh, God. Jerry's out. <laughs> okay. I'm, now I'm interested. He's someone to watch now. That's really interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He asks if Charity believes in fate. And then he flips a coin, heads to stay, tails to go home. 
who would guess it's heads? If I were Charity, I would have immediately asked to see the tail right. side. Oh, that's actually so yeah, true. Yeah, I was like, this feels like a trick coin. Yeah, I was wondering, like, if it actually was tails, if he would, like, really just go home. Like, what was his plan after that? I was having the I same thought. I think his thought. plan was a, was a trick coin. With so he would never lose. Right. He uses it again later uh, in another context where he really wants it to be heads. Oh, right. And I'm like, heads again. What are the oh odds? My God. Well, 50%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I literally know what the odds are, but I don't think he's taken that 50% I chance agree. of failure. I agree with you. I think this is, this is a trick coin. Yeah. What would Aaron Clancy's friend do? Use a trick coin, obviously. <laughs> right. <laughs> Josh's next are uh, Harvard attending mm-hmm. uh, college athlete, uh, just do-gooder type. He calls her Miss Charity Lawson. He takes her hand. He puts it over his heart. And he says, I believe my heart is full of warmth and will be a promise to protect and honor and cherish you. So I got a little weird. lost in this one. He, he tried something. It didn't <laughs> I wouldn't say it fully worked, but he did did try something. Also, I do think that Charity's job as like a children's therapist really helps her. Oh my god! In handling all of these <laughs> men's awkward yes. entrances and pickup lines, because she's just like, "Okay, guys, good job. Yes, You're so great. She really keep rolls going. With it. I could. She never, really does. I could never do something. And the guys seemed like they really amped up the corny on like level of thousand all of them were just like the corniest like i'm ready to die for you like type level and you're like oh my god i just met you but thank you a little oh god, weird so sweet. Oh my god, thank you so yeah. much but That's she handles so it so well no she is she's un. Yeah. she's so good she's yeah. unbelievable she's really like a good yeah. choice for this role and and the reality is just children are people and i know that as someone who has social anxiety around grown-up people, I also have it around toddlers. And you can tell that charity, I mean, it's, it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Like, the ability to make people comfortable and, like, exactly, just, like, reach out yeah. to them. She's got it. Yeah. And she doesn't need it with this next gentleman because there's a natural spark with Joey. Our tennis Joey. pro. I liked him. I think he's. I think he's cute. <laughs> he's cute. He's cute. He he is just very cute. He's very. I, cute. There's a lot I don't like about him, <laughs> but when he smiles, I'm just like, oh, he's so cute. Yeah, his bit was good with like the little flower and the light. I think that yeah. was good. It was a cute bit. I thought it was cute. So he says he grew up near Philly. Now he lives in Hawaii. His intro package plays. There's Hawaiian music. He's smacking some balls around on the tennis court. He's like, teaching tennis has shown me I'm very compassionate and very patient. (laughs) Okay, Joey. Good for you. His parents split up when he was young, but his family remained very close. His parents co-parented well. He has a sister and a brother. And yes, he brought Charity a plumeria flower to wear over the ear, as women do traditionally in Hawaii, over the right ear when you're available and over the left when you're taken. And he puts it over her right ear and he says, hopefully by the end of the journey, it'll be on the left. I just continue to feel a little weird about how many like Hawaiian trappings are being layered onto his whole persona mm. when he's just like a white guy who moved to Hawaii like, for fun. From Philly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was at least very grateful that he said he grew up near Philadelphia because I was worried that they were going to really be like, he's Hawaiian. Right. <laughs> when he like obviously is not. Um, uh, yeah. Keeping my eye on Joey. She really seems Mm. to like him. 
Warwick. We pronounced his name Warwick I in our Warwick. bios episode. But the second they, W they is Warwick. silent is what we've Appears learned. Appears to be silent. Okay. He's very cute also. So cute. He says that his parents met on a flight. And so he booked a flight for him in charity. One way to Oxford, Ohio. Is that where his parents live? <laughs> that is tough. No That's a flight I might want to miss. <laughs> Oxford, Ohio. Yeah. You're like, oh, a flight <laughs> oh, to Oxford, Ohio. <laughs> like he lives in Nashville. Like, did he just say, get me the cheapest two one-way flights right. that you have? Yeah. I, I And don't it could have been even like cuter, like a one-way ticket to and then insert like somewhere philosophical you know right it didn't even yeah. need to be a real a real, real place ticket. it just could have been like one way ticket yeah. to my heart something yeah. like that this one whole way show is a metaphorical journey right but no yeah ohio warwick we have hey, some notes for how you could have improved that entrance but yeah. you know you tried but he's cute he's asian he's very cute he we very like cute. it yes yes we like it. We love it. He when we did bios, I actually thought he seemed like someone I would be like friends with in yeah. college, sort of vibe. I was like, he seems cool. Everyone so loved him. I do fear that he will let me down. But no, everyone really let. Usually, when people really hype somebody up, like on the original cast announcement, it's usually a bad thing. And he was really hyped up. Yeah, concerning. I know, it's so hard. Don't you let it to go to your head. Doubt, we always have to doubt everyone <laughs> really who seems do. like a good person. <laughs> yeah, but no, we hope we hope for the best for you, Warwick. You're adorable. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, another person that we are afraid of hyping up too much is Xavier, who exits next. And it, oh. he's very handsome, soft spoken. He tells her he's getting his doctorate in biochemistry. Mm-hmm. And he gets a little intro package where he's puttering around a lab in protective gear. And he's like, I'm a science nerd. I work on autoimmune diseases, partly because my own mom suffers from one. Also, he likes to I, That's when I, I was, was like, like, oh, oh no. no, I'm getting suckered in. The minute so that the bad. knitting showed up, I was like, Savior, I love you. The knitting is so cute. But I noticed that he was just knitting a square. And I'm like, is this a mm. bit like... I need to see something more. That's a good know? point. He clearly did not have a big ongoing right. project. Like, what's the yeah. project? Please show me your previous yeah. work. Yes, Xavier. Yeah, but overall, really sweet. Like, I'm I'm buying what he's selling at this point. Yeah, and I think Ugh. I think charity is too. Like, yeah. I think this is another guy to watch. Yeah, he tells her that the one cure he hasn't found is the cure to a lonely heart. And I'm like, amazing. You have cured all the autoimmune disorders. That is I'm so such proud good of news. him. So great. Buried the That's lead there. so true. I didn't think about that. Wow. <laughs> On that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more of Charity's Men. Can you keep up? I like love it. And we are back, and we begin with Caleb A., our resident physician in Ann Arbor, who tells Charity that he's in family medicine, and of course, whips out a stethoscope and is like, listen to my heart. That is a heart beating just for you. Again, the men, they wish to die for her. Wow. It's just laying it on Cheese, cringe, earnestness. Right. Just a little too soon. You don't want strange men walking up to you on the street and saying, feel my heart is beating just for you. (laughs) I'd be like, you're a liar. 
You're scaring me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're terrifying. (laughs) But, you know, it's it's the nature of the show. Yeah, it's what it is. But also, can I say, I haven't been impressed by any of these limo entrances. No one's done anything. Like, wow. Like, normally we have something that we can hold on to for the the rest of the season. Like, oh, that's the cat guy. Oh, that's the bathtub girl. Oh, we have nothing of that sort. Yeah, there was a little less craziness. I wonder if these men were just like, I don't, I badly don't want to be the butt of the joke. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, at around this point, I started to notice the same thing. That's the next thing (laughs) I was going to say is like, they're all doing the same kind of entrance, which is like a low key, earnest approach with like a little pickup line a little joke but no big gimmick no big prop nothing grand or goofy and then yeah that kind of continues it's very bizarre that they didn't try harder and usually like i i understand why people would want to go for the sentiment and the cute little thing because that's what everybody who is goes far gets to do and if they're like sorry you got to do a gimmick you're like well I guess I'm, I'm here fucked. for a good time and not a long time. <laughs> so I understand not wanting to go the gimmick route, but yeah. it's kind of it's kind of fun. Yeah, and you have to cast some people who are willing exactly. to be there for a good time, not a long right. time, but in exchange they get like a big splashy entrance, they yeah. get some guaranteed screen mm-hmm. time. Like it almost seems like they cast too many guys who want to like lay low, yes. be earnest, get to the end. And I'm like, who's going to fill in all the other Yeah, content? we need some crazies. I mean, <laughs> from the promos, I feel like producers are going to figure out how to make these guys. Oh, Things will sure. start to get each other yeah. enough to yeah. fight. There will be drama, but I'm like the goofiness. Anyway, yeah. so. The goofiness is, there. there's not enough goofiness, I yeah. agree. We'll see. Khalid is next out of the limo, and he does the same basic kind of thing thing he's like your name means love mine means eternal she's like let's put it together and he's like that's what i'm saying cute and then we get some really rapid fire exits nick the ex-military hr guy is like i've always been a fighter and i'll fight for you john henry the underwater welder exits in his diving helmet and he's like i'm a commercial diver i want to dive in with you i actually was like okay at least we got a headpiece at least yeah, there was a prop. <laughs> At least there was a prop. I'm just like, again, it's just like everything is a pickup line format right. in this way. Aaron S. brings a lit candle to blow out so they can make a wish together, which I'm just putting it together now. He is a firefighter. So oh, well, then like, come here's a tiny fire. <laughs> I know that's, yeah. that's literally where we're at. Like you could come in a truck as come a firefighter and he's like, what if I brought a candle and we fought the fire? At least the give us together. a uniform. No, I know. I remember when I was there, they're like, all right, you want the horse and carriage? Like you can pretty <laughs> much do anything and you just can't. Yeah. I can't. But um, whatever. They're, they're, all doing the absolute be like, I'm gonna burn down the mansion and then I will come and save the day. <laughs> right. I will fight commit the fire. arson yeah. for yeah. you. For you. Put chari- set Charity's little gazebo on fire so that I can literally whisk her away from it. <laughs> That's what we need. Tanner says that in Pittsburgh they wave the terrible towel, which is apparently a thing at Steelers games to wave a yellow towel. And so he brought her a Tanner towel to wave. Which is just a towel that says Tanner like, on This it. does not resonate with me, <laughs> and it does not resonate with Charity. Big stretch. Too much. It's, it is a big stretch. Yeah. It's like they both start with T. Yeah. 
Um, Chris, the professional jumper, sadly does not come down the driveway doing backflips. But of course, he does do a backflip. He just sets it up by telling her, when I knew you were the bachelorette, and then he does a backflip. I literally flipped out. At least it was a skill. Okay. It was a skill. She, yeah. she seemed entertained. She's like, finally, yeah. someone did something. But then we'll see that skill just like, a little too many times. Well, it's really yeah. all he has, Jill. And, okay. and also the puns and the, jo- the little quips based on the skill. Like, he says, I literally flipped out to her. Then he gets an intro package that ends with him saying, Charity, I'm literally flipping out over meeting you and then doing a backflip. And then in her ITM, we get Charity saying that she feels like jumping for joy, like clipped in like right after this. And I was like, guys, you made the joke once. We literally do not yeah. need it. They're like, times. you see that dead horse? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to beat it some more. That's so true. I, uh, but the other men are watching all of this happen from from the mansion, and they're like, "Oh no, should I have Maybe we shown have done some more. actual skills?" <laughs> yeah. We have a clip of what one of them says. Okay, I'm oh, done. No. That guy's good. doing backflips, and I'm in HR. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in HR. <laughs> if you can do a backflip, why not? That's cool. That's memorable. You get it, man. That was so good. I think it's important to show the extra mile that we're willing to go to try to impress Charity. So, who knows what's going to happen next? <sighs> that was really I good. I yeah. died. <laughs> He's doing backflips. I'm in HR. Like, honestly, one the, of the most, the most winning moments of the episode. That was so good. And I love just the idea of backflips as a form of peacocking. Like, it's yeah. truly incredible. And the other guy, and it actually working. Like, the other guys are like, oh, my God, no, not the backflips. When really in real life, not you'd be like, backflips. get away from me. <laughs> oh, it's so it's so true. It's mostly to intimidate the it's other in, guys. Yes. Like, Charity's like, I don't know how backflips will factor into our relationship. And the guys are like, if you can do a backflip, man, you got to do a, you got to do a backflip. Right. You just got to do it's it. It's working. And that's the sad thing. But also hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brayden, the travel nurse, is next. He comes out in glasses and a three-piece suit with a metal tray covered with a napkin. And he says he wanted to make sure she's up to date on her shots and unveils tequila mm. shots. I thought that was cute. That was cute. This was cute. It is sad that it is one of the most notably involved yes. and, uh, limo mm. exits, but it's cute. Also, I love that he was like, I actually hate tequila. <laughs> Yeah, like, right. my guy, then why? Just, it could have been, been any kind any of shot. other liquor. Like, yeah. <laughs> what? You could have even brought, like, one in your favorite liquor and one in Charity's right. favorite. Mm. Got the inside scoop. Also, like, don't blow your cover. Just take the shot <laughs> and move along. Yeah. You made the joke. It landed. <laughs> he's ne- he's never just doing something and moving no. on. He's always. That's not Brayden's mm-hmm. style. <laughs> no. <laughs> In his intro package, he's, like, doing stretches and deep breathing on the beach, but, of course, not meditating. We know that he hates meditating. He just likes doing everything meditation adjacent that people might do. He's bungee jumping, he's snorkeling, and he says, I want to live my life with a wanderlust for the world, you know, like Aladdin. That's what I want, dude. I want to go on a magic carpet ride. Aladdin, notoriously full of wanderlust. Yeah. Wanderlust for Princess Jasmine's bedroom. <laughs> yeah. And like doing everything like meditation adjacent. It's like, so you probably have ADHD. Like we probably are falling into that category, which 
I'm the same exact way. <laughs> You're like, I saw myself. Like, you know, Brandon, I feel you. <laughs> he's definitely a type of guy for sure. I, yeah. And I can't get a good read on him either. No. Because he's yeah, from San either. Diego. He has like, we see him with a little ponytail at one point. And then he also. And earrings. We see a lot earrings. of earrings. You know what? I was into dramatic that. earrings. Yeah. Me too. And he seems smooth, but then not at the same time. He's very confusing to me. I also couldn't tell like how yeah. much of it was just that he's 24. Oh, he's really young. Like, he's okay. one of the young youngest ones. I, it's it's hard to tell. Yeah, Brayden is it's another definitely one. Not all that he's 24, but no. certainly we might see a more toned down version of yeah, Brayden yeah, in five yeah. years. That's what I mean. I I wouldn't attribute it at all to his age, but mm. there is this combination yeah. of factors: the mm-hmm. San Diego, the 24, the <laughs> hyperactivity yeah (laughs) lots of energy the one the the sudden unexpected swerves into referencing disney movies yeah he the music turns very soft and romantic and he's like i've also been cheated on just like charity so i really relate they're gonna connect i remember this being the basis for a a relationship in high fidelity and it turned out to not be a strong enough basis Mm. the we've both been cheated on and we never want to get cheated on again relationship Mm, you kind of need more Mm. (laughs) i'm gonna say next is spencer spencer is going to be interesting to talk about we're going to try to be careful he's got his little forehead curl going he's got an extremely square chin very clark he's got like a little like core chin dimple situation he literally looks exactly like superman that's very true Mm -hmm. he is is cartoon looking Mm -hmm. and i think he's playing it up with the forehead curl he he and exits and immediately you can see he has a very different affect and demeanor than most guys who come on the show. It's very soft and sort of self-conscious and almost he seems very nervous. Hesitant. Mm. hesitant. He does ha- talk a little bit like he is very used to being around a small child. And I was like, I wonder if some yes. of this is toddler dad energy. It's kind of hard to assess exactly what is going on with him, but we have a clip of part of their intro interaction. Um, well, I'll tell you more about me. For sure. Um, I, I guess, for instance, uh, me, I'm Spencer. Yes, you're Spencer. I, I, uh, <laughs> you're I, uh, Spencer. <laughs> like my hobby thing, I've been doing a lot of, like, martial arts. Okay, fun. Maybe you can teach me some? Can I? Yeah. Ready? Yeah, okay. All right, so... This is like uh, somewhat yeah. dicey. Dicey? Mm. Okay. okay. Oh, God, so, please. <laughs> the big thing here is that, like, well, if anyone, you know, like, gets out of line with you. Okay. Right? Yeah. You're just going to kick them right in the nuts. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And then he, like, scrunches up his face and bites his fist, and Charity is so startled. She's like, oh, God, are you okay? And he's like, oh, yeah, just, like, you know, preparing. And she's like, I'm not actually going to knee you in the crotch. And also, I literally can't because this dress is too tight, which seems like a design flaw to me. And he's, like, so relieved. He's like, oh, my God, I really thought I could maybe get you to knee me in the crotch. So that's, like, kind of their whole introduction. Um, it was hard to watch. I'm not going to lie. It it was. Yeah. It was very uncomfortable. I, I will say that Charity has really good job. is such a giving person that I appreciated. Yeah she reacted with like so much grace and kindness and generosity towards mm-hmm. him and it was 
the, here's the thing. Like, we're just seeing a very small clip of who this person is, and it's impossible to kind of assess what's going on or mm-hmm. what is what is leading to his affect. But I don't know. It just I, watching this, I was like, I'm worried for this guy. Like, I no. I worried people are going to yeah. be mean to him. Like, I'm worried. I I don't I don't know. It made me like very anxious. Mm. Yeah, he, Charity did a really good job about kind of like leading that conversation. I don't think he quite knew where he was going to go with it. He was really nervous. And then you're right. Like, I was like, oh my God, this is going to chew him up and spit him out. Like, I hope he has a good night. Yeah, this was a, this was an interesting introduction. He thinks they had a real spark. Charity by the end to me seemed like she was ready for the interaction to be over, but we'll see how that develops. Caleb B is next. He emerges in a brocade suit and 10-gallon hat. He's the pro wrestler, baby. <laughs> I kind of really liked him. Honestly, I was much more entertained by him than I thought I would be. Yeah. I was like, okay, actually, I first of all, I didn't think I was gonna like him at all. I actually think he's like charming and could be really good. I respect the Hulk Hogan-esque nature of this man. <laughs> it is, there is some Hulk Hogan Hulk cosplay Hogan. happening, also, especially like, with the facial hair. Something about Hulk Hogan is also maybe, like, comforting. Like, he's a very non-threatening like <laughs> presence in this. You know what I'm saying? Well, there is something about a pro yeah. wrestler who is someone who who acts aggressive, but yeah. it's, like, for show, yeah. right? There yes. is a separation that I think he articulates in his intro package where he's like, this is the character I play. These are the skills I have. And then this is who I am really. And there is something about that contrast that is very winning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There is like, if you have like a giant lantern jaw like he has, (laughs) you kind of have to be in some sort of wrestling based profession. You're you're legally obligated. It's like being seven feet tall. You have to be in the NBA. Um, but like, yeah, an MMA fighter, I'm like genuinely terrified of, but a wrestler, I'm just like, they're himbos. They're, they're using their, their bulk to entertain through rehearsed antics. And that's so cute. Um, he gets a little intro package where, yes, he talks about his persona, his persona, (laughs) which is a self-loving douche, but actually he's a softy and he does kind of come across that way. Yeah. From what we see, that he doesn't he doesn't seem like a super swaggering sort of dude. Uh next is Joe, who is apparently very tall. I believe we have a clip of some of the commentary from the other men. This dude's tall. Yeah. They're a bunch of tall dudes. Why is everyone so tall? They're huge. Hi. Charity. Hello. <laughs> tall. <laughs> And I'm just like, damn, I'm going to be the shortest guy. You guys are all so big. I got to pick smaller friends. I'm probably the entire time just looking like this. Now I really need to know how tall Joey is. I know. Thank God. Because he played, he played, he played sports. So he, he's, uh, he's got some listings. 5'11". Oh, Joey. Joey. Yeah. Because yeah, he's like, I'm the shortest one. Oh. I'm so yeah. small. Everyone's yeah. so large. Yeah. So I okay that that tracks. I was that was that weirdly but what I was curious 11, about. I was like, that's not even that short. No, it's above it's average. Not. Yeah, average for men is five ten. I mean, I'm five two, so I'm like, that seems tall to me. That's great. Yeah, 
solid, solid nine inches taller. Also, than at a you. certain point, when you were like a shorter person, dating someone who's like a foot and a half taller than you, like they're just. It's like there's a lot of space. It's like physiologically just not really convenient. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So how tall do we know how tall Joe is? Is Joe the the wicked tall one? I don't know. I don't know how tall Joe is. Doton is also really tall. He looks like six. He does look really tall. Doton is six seven. Oh, six seven. (gasps) Doton is six seven. So Mm -hmm. that's I think even an inch taller than Nate Olakoya. Yeah. And Nate is crazy. Yeah, he's extremely Extremely tall, but it seems like a lot of the guys are quite tall because a 5'11 guy seems to feel very short and they do, in this company. They do have an overhead shot with him and all these men who are like towering over him. So they all must be like 6'4. Yeah, 100%. Wow. But I guess for like a pro yeah. tennis player, you got to be nimble. But even yeah. that, 5'11's like tall to me. That's basically yeah. six like feet. a good height to me. Yeah, you can lie and say you're six feet at that point. I'm sure on his dating profile it says I'm six sure. <laughs> he, but it seems like a whole limo of like t- guys on the taller mm. end to getting out. Caleb K, Adrian, James, and I believe Pilot Pete exit yeah. at this point. And there, our second Pilot Pete. There could not be two because he's not long for this world. Mm, no. Yeah, he's the lesser Pilot Pete. Sorry. Yeah. Michael, the yacht captain, brought a gift, a bracelet with a yacht charm. Okay, yep. Because he is a yacht captain. Taylor records himself as he comes out of the limo, like, in a selfie video for his kids. He's like, I'm meeting your mom for the first time, how I met your mother style. Mm -hmm. That was pretty, he was okay. Yeah. Yeah. He tried something. I mean, it's a little presumptuous, Taylor, but listen and inside the guys are starting to sweat the competition because again most of them came with just like a little pickup line like hi hi i'm caleb and here's a just a little pun and they're like some of these guys are actually doing other stuff like presents and being super tall and aaron s the firefighter at this point says something i thought was really bizarre he's like there's no way she remembers everyone Real women don't remember pickup lines. Which is really I, weird comment. I love what? the idea that a real woman just like short circuits and blacks out <laughs> right. the minute the minute someone says a cheesy pickup line, you're like, Bleh. which actually may be true. <laughs> like, that might be true. I was like, what does he mean exactly? Like, does he mean? Does he mean it like doesn't really work? Like, real women aren't like that. It doesn't really work. That? But then, are, are real women charmed by I don't know backflips or charms <laughs> in a bracelet yeah. form? And what's a real woman? Also, right. I have a lot of questions yeah. for Aaron. That was really strange. Basically, basically every time Aaron speaks, I have more questions about yeah. him. But he, we get more from him later. Next is Sean. My new enemy. Who is our enemy. Sean is the son of a terrible Republican county executive in New York State. Uh, He was, yeah, he's been in office since like 2017 as county executive upstate. And in 2021, he was indicted on several felony charges, but was acquitted. He also uh, first made headlines when he compared Andrew Cuomo to Hitler because he was trying to push through some gun control policies. So yeah. one would imagine the apple may not fall so far from the and tree. And this is the guy with the, he's blonde, he's got the quaff. The, the one the one that yeah. looks. He looks like Boss Baby. Can I say it? 
Yes, <laughs> he does look like Boss Baby. Wow. He really does. I uh, There's so much to say about Sean, given how little screen time he had. For one thing, definitely look up his dad's Holy Twitter. Moly, it is unhinged. Deranged. Unhinged father. Yeah. He's a totally unhinged right And why father. would you there, put somebody like that on knowing the... Pl- yeah. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. Exactly. Exactly. He brought a giant check to give to charity, and he's like, the only donation big enough was my heart. I don't want your heart, Sean. She doesn't want your heart. He is wearing the most cropped little suit pants and little loafers. And yes, he does look like Boss Baby. I, The way that I thought about it when I looked at him is like, he has so many components of being attractive, but it's like if you asked the monkey's paw, the magical monkey's paw for a man with blue eyes and a full head of hair and like plenty of money. And they were like, here he is. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> you're like, Never things mind. were just arranged a little bit. Yeah. Off. Like the font size. I should have been more specific. Like the margins, the font sizes. It's just a little. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little uncanny. Okay. Damn. John, the data scientist is He's next. So cute. And he, Ooh, yeah. he, is cute. He brought a fortune cookie. He's like, this is little Chinese and a little American, just like me. And the fortune says, you'll meet the man of your dreams tonight. His name is John. That was cute. That was really cute. That was creative. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best ones. Yeah. To me, this is normally like the kind of intro that would like hit the sweet spot in between all the over the top ones. And but there are no over the top ones, unfortunately, but But it's still, it's still one of the best. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Dotton is next, and he, again, six, six seven. seven. He practically has to break his neck to look down at Charity. He could barely get out of the limo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. The the bunk beds in the mansion are not. Oh, that's probably going to He's going to really be suffering. <laughs> it's going to be really bad, actually. Yeah. Genuinely, how do they do it? Like, are they are they regular-sized like beds, or are they, like, twin They're XL? They're not even twin XL. They're just twin. Oh, my so God. So these men are just... They must just have their feet, like, hanging over the railing. And it's really poorly constructed. No offense to anybody involved (laughs) in the set making, but very poorly constructed. Well, remember someone fell out? And it has happened before where someone, a man fell from the top Really? Yeah, and, like, smashed his (gasps) face. That's they had to put in railings. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Not great. But, yeah, no, my my younger brother is, like, 6'3", and he can barely sleep on a regular twin-size oh, bed. Imagine being 6'7". You have seven. to, like, curl up. I can't. They, can't. they must be, like, cannot wait to get out and go actually travel and stay in the hotels. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I, I mean, you have to really want to find love with charity. <laughs> so, in his intro package, he says that he is known in his family as the cool kid. He's like, I don't feel cool, but I guess I am to them i love him he's also he actually he's from brooklyn doesn't give cool kid vibes like he seems like just like sweet yeah. like he not, doesn't give like, cool, cool kid vibes in the best way possible mm, right yeah. Where he's like i'm not actually cool but like my younger siblings think i'm cool yeah and it, <laughs> it's it, adorable it is really genuine rather than like somebody who's fishing for compliments and people being like no you are cool i promise he like genuinely believes it it's yeah, really cute. <laughs> look, he's our Brooklyn guy. I got a root for him. Uh, yeah, yeah. He shares that he and his family moved to the States from Nigeria when he was four years old. And he watched the last season and Charity really stood out to him. And he was like, hey, that seems like the kind of woman that I could fall in love with in a short amount of time. So cute. <laughs> cute. He's like, I was nervous I could, and uncertain I could do this, but that changed when I saw you. 
cute. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to check in with Charity on how this is all going. Can you keep up? I like And we are back and Jesse pops back in to be like, Charity, is your husband here? And she's like, yes, I think so, yes. Jesse. Thank you for providing this bounty. <laughs> if I have to pick a husband from 25 men, I'm glad they're all so tall. <laughs> except for and Joey. He tells her, <laughs> except for Joey. He tells her that a limo is arriving with someone she already knows. Someone she shares a history Charity's with. Charity's panicking. Charity. As far as we know, she has, like, one significant ex who cheated on her all the time. So I can understand why yeah. she would really like, not want oh, to no. see someone from her This past. show is going to bring my, like, <laughs> shitty ex-boyfriend back. Mm. But then, of course, thank God, when the door opens, it's her brother, Nehemiah, in a bow tie. And she's so relieved and so overjoyed to see him. They have such a sweet relationship. So cute. Yeah. He's like, you look beautiful. You're going to do amazing. They're like gazing into each other's eyes with like filial affection. They're just so close. And he's like, but I'm not just here for moral support. I'm here with a plan to spy. (laughs) So we see him carefully smearing a bunch of like Elmer's glue on his lip and smacking on a mustache. He's putting on a really goofy looking wig And then he nestles a black fedora on top of it. He's like, I'm going to be undercover, brother. It's one of the worst and most obvious disguises I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Like the Steve Harvey mustache and then like like the shiny wig is really crazy. And then to add a fedora on top of it, you're really like pushing it. Yeah, I think they definitely 100% wanted someone to notice the Absolutely. disguise. Totally, because and you're yeah. not going to pay that much attention to the bartender, really. Like, I would just gaze and be like, okay, that's weird, moving on. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to spend Normally time. Normally you wouldn't, but I will say that he messes with the he assumption does. that no one will pay much attention to the bartender by asking so many questions yes. <laughs> like personal yeah. questions so why are you guys here like what like, yeah. i don't know man we were cat like to find love do you really think this whole process could work yeah like meanwhile all the other caterers are just like bustling around in the background yeah like, like doing the actual anything. work making yeah. actual complex cocktails right exactly he's, he's just, like mm-hmm. i can only make a vodka soda yeah he has, like, a hidden mic on. Like, <laughs> he's talking to producers. Like, what is this guy doing? So inside, Charity tells the men she's excited to have such a funny, sincere, creative group of men. I love that whenever she's trying to compliment the men, she comes up with so many, like, specific, substantial compliments. And whenever they talk about her, they're like, you're so mm. beautiful. Yeah. I love how beautiful you are. You're gorgeous. (laughs) You're caring. She's like, I love how creative you all are. I'm going to say they could have been more creative. That was really generous of you, Charity. (laughs) They very much could have been more creative. She is like, I believe the process works, even though I didn't get my happy ending. And someone calls out, yet. Oh, I know. And she's like... Yes. Enough with the brown nosing right now. The whole yeah, night calm is like down, guys. Like whenever she comes in, like, oh my god, Jerry. And I'm like, I get it, guys, but like, let's just play it cool, like a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a lot. 
Joey, Joey maybe does play it a little bit cool in his first sit down with Charity. I was... I was thrown by how this conversation went. She's so into him. He's he's cute. He seems charming. They sit close together. He's like rubbing her hand. He's like, I'm stoked to be here. You're so worth it. But then I started to notice that the whole time he is facing like fully ahead instead of toward her and like not really looking at her. I noticed that too. That was so strange. I'm like, is he looking, is he trying to find an out? Like, I don't really know. It was really weird. <laughs> or, or does he think that, like, you have to optimize your angles for the cameras at all oh times? Like, right. Is he cheating to the cameras? But I feel like when I have, like, tough conversations with somebody, like, maybe I will not look them in the eyes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. But I was like, he doesn't seem like the type of person who would avoid her eye contact out of social anxiety, Mm. which I absolutely would. But he doesn't seem like someone I relate to in that way. It's hard to tell what's going on And she's sort of like nestling up next to him in this way where it's almost like she has to create all of the physical and emotional intimacy Mm. of the moment Mm. because he's kind of like leaning forward and looking straight ahead. I don't know what was happening here, but Charity is still feeling it. She's like, he gives me butterflies, his smile, his presence. because he's cute. He's really cute. He's very <laughs> yeah. cute. Yeah. James's family sent a box for him to open with her because family is so important to her, which is a stock phrase that applies to basically every lead on this franchise right. ever. I would love to hear someone come in is. and be like, family not worth anything. Wait, I've actually talked yeah. to Rachel about this because the guys are like, Rachel, I know how much family means to you. Rachel's like, I mean, I love my family, but like, it's not like, oh my God, I talk to my brother and my mom every single second of the day. She's like, I mean, yeah, like I love my family, but it's just a theme. It's just a theme that everybody thinks <laughs> yeah. you want to hear. Exactly. Exactly. Like most of us, I think, value our family a normal amount. Right. Yeah. Which is a lot. But it's not necessarily a distinguishing trait about <laughs> mm-hmm. us in this way where we need all of our dating to be centered around right. it. Um, but it comes up every season many times. But inside, he has gifts from his family, which, first of all, includes a letter from his mom. And James is like, now that's a bridge he too He seems far. horrified by this. And I was like, James, this is going to work in your favor. Mm. Like, it's going to be embarrassing, but it's she's going to love it. And, like, the letter says everything. She, the mom must be a fan of the show because they oh, kind of yeah. hit yeah. the points of everything you want to hear. We've been praying for somebody like you. I know. You know, like, all of us have we're excited to meet you, we hope. And even at the end, it was like, even if he's not the guy, we hope. It was just, like, very, like, okay, you watch the show. You know yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, his mom's like, it was I'm like the a written student. contract to provide a good hometown exactly. experience. Exactly. And it kind of worked. I'm like, okay, I'm hooked. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was already sold on this guy because, as Claire and I previously discussed, we think he should, like, there should be a Hallmark movie inspired by his life mm. because he grew up on, like, an apple farm, right. apple cider farm. Mm-hmm. and in An orchard. An, an orchard. <laughs> an apple farm. I don't know what's wrong with me. An orchard. I mean, that's also yeah. true. I just don't want to miss an opportunity to use the an word orchard. orchard. We don't talk about orchards You're, you're right. Um, except when I talk about going apple picking every fall and then like inevitably don't do it. 
but he does bring her cider and donuts from his family farm. I'm like, oh my these God. are great gifts. Really good. I'm so jealous. Two of my favorite things to eat are apple cider and donut. Apple cider, apple donuts. cider donuts are so. I mean, some of us go to the farmers oh. market and pay a premium mm. for these riches, right? She has them delivered in a box with a lovely exactly. note and a handsome man too. Yeah, if you're looking to get on my good side, a gift box of donuts of apple cider and apple cider Same donuts <laughs> from a handsome yeah. man. <laughs> it's um, next. She talks to Xavier. Xavier tells Charity that he's looking for a woman with the following qualities: beautiful, honest, vulnerable. And he's like, I am vulnerable. It's not hard for me to express emotions as well. Okay, prove it. During their conversation. (laughs) Prove it. (laughs) Tell me your deepest, darkest secret. Yeah. He doesn't have to do this because there is a distraction, which is what appears to be like a dryer full of heavily zippered clothes going in the background or like hail on a tin roof overhead. Yes, it is. It was really loud. It is the loudest rain just bonking on whatever (laughs) gazebo they have constructed for charity to sit under. for that. Were they inside or outside? Were they? I thought they were like in an indoor-outdoor Was that like where the candles were? Like the candle wall? Because it happened in that scene, too. She was talking to somebody with a bunch of candles on a wall. Ah. And I know that's inside. Here's the thing. I have been in inside houses where you can really hear strong rain. Yeah. So I suspect that's what it was. But they so loud. somehow they just really always end up picking up that audio to a wild degree. Right. At least this wasn't the proposal scene because yeah. they usually oh keep the loudest conversational setting of the whole season for the yeah. proposal at the end. They're like screaming and you just hear the wind <laughs> whistling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at one point, even Charity is like, oh, sorry, it's just so loud. Like she can't hear him. And he has to like cuff his hand around her ears. And she does ask him if he's scared about anything in this process. And he jokes i'm scared somebody's about to walk through that door but like no i just love being open and i'm so yeah like that's a perfect opportunity to maybe be vulnerable weirdo just be vulnerable he's like i love being vulnerable (laughs) i will not be vulnerable right now but there's a lot to look forward to here's the thing it's easy to be vulnerable if there's nothing in there that you know would be troubling to disclose you know fret no trauma it's like Open my heart right up. It's all just openness True. and joy to be here. That's mm-hmm. all I got for you. Fair. They make out a little bit. She seems very into it. She's like, he's one I got to keep my eyes on. That kiss is almost too good to be true. This kicks off a, a theme of Charity having a lot of really good seeming makeouts, mm-hmm. <laughs> which con- continues throughout the episode. But let's check in with Nehemiah. Nehemiah has a sheet with the men's names and photos, Smart. much like we yeah. do. <laughs> every every good recapper or um, secret spy needs one of those. <laughs> Which he is uh, hidden like under the bar, definitely just praying to get caught by one of these men. And he's ready to see how the guys are feeling. How are you feeling? He asks Taylor. And Taylor's like, I'm nervous. I can't wait to talk to Charity. None of these men are ready to get caught saying some bullshit to the bartender. Mm -hmm. 
he's like, I don't know. Men can be dogs. As an older brother, I'm on the lookout. You know, I, I want to see these men doing their doggish behavior. I heard like 10 guys talking about wanting to kiss my sister. Hearing guys talk about my sister like that is weird. Why did I sign up for this? I'm like, well, you did. I, I like, don't know, Nehemiah. <laughs> yeah. It's but inevitable. The job. Yeah. I It would be more concerning in this context if you heard 10 guys talking about not wanting to kiss your sister. So you got to kind of take that one on the chin. He's really struggling to seem like he's (laughs) just a normal bartender, but I will say that he's giving me a sort of Nathan for you energy throughout that I'm enjoying. I want more of like Nathan Fielder vibes. Yeah, I agree. It's it's working. But he can't catch anyone slipping up. Like, everyone is just like, I'm so happy to be here. I can't wait to talk to Charity. I do think you can find love in this process. I feel like he's getting, like, I, increasingly desperate to find them I saying know. anything bad. <laughs> he's like, he's like, why are none of these men being disrespectful to my sister? <laughs> why else would I be here? I expect some disrespect. Like, the questions are getting more and more pointed. And, like, they're like, bro, you're just a bartender. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I guess you can find love in this short amount of time. I hope so. Like, why else would a bartender at literally a bachelorette taping be asking you if you really believe in the process, if not to trip you up in some way on national television? And the thing is, like, um, like, they're not supposed to talk to you. Nobody, like, in the kitchen, you're like, hey, what's going on? They're like, it's crazy. And this guy is like, all right, guys. In a crazy hat and wig. Like, it's it's just a little, like, it's a little much. It's so much. I'm shocked. So what they come up with at this point for revelations that Nehemiah has come across appears to be, like, a bizarrely Frankenbitten construction. So we see Michael, the yacht captain, admitting on camera that he normally goes for curvy women rather than petite women because he was in the South for years. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I love exactly. how they're like, how dare someone like a woman with curves out immediately? Well, I, 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 I mean, I think the issue is that I Charity know, is petite. I know, I'm aware, but and it is just <laughs> hilarious that this is like the worst thing they can come up with. I know, when it's actually like a po- really positive thing, like somebody, like, especially on this show... <laughs> You know, like, preferring. It's just, that was wild. I mean, wouldn't it be beautiful if one day they cast a curvy woman? It would woman be, yes. And men who normally went for that kind of thing. That yeah, would be a it would be revolution. so interesting. Wow. Yeah, but one can But in this dream. context, it is like a reveal that Charity is not really his type. And they intercut this with footage of Nehemiah behind the bar, like, nodding and smiling. And yet it's very obvious he did not overhear this. And this was said in like a totally different place. Yeah. And also it never comes up again. No, it never comes up again. It was just like, oh, here's little things that he's hearing. It's supposed to like amp up to something more, which it doesn't really end up doing very much. Right. It doesn't really. But also, yeah, it's like if he'd heard that, Maybe he would have said something to Charity, right. but he didn't. Also, like, the editing, like the costume, if you pay even a little bit of attention to the editing, you're like, oh, they're in different Yeah, rooms. it was like yeah. a little tiny camera. It was, like, really grainy, <laughs> grainier quality. Exactly. You're yeah, like, it was not the bar area where yeah. Nehemiah is, like, they nodding. They had to, like, scour the tapes for this. <laughs> they're like, someone <laughs> say so something goofy. bad. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, John and Charity are bonding over their relationships with their siblings, who they both love so much. John has a sister who's six years older than him, and he's like, you know, she's protective of me, and I'm protective of her the same way that you and Nehemiah are. And they start making out because nothing's hotter than close relationships with your siblings. Right. So, so true. And John is like, I'm just going to pretend like that wasn't one of the best moments of my life. John is adorable. He he's really adorable. is. He is. He's so happy afterwards. Yeah. I think they're cute together. Uh, Jesse has brought in the first impression rose. So now it's time for a comedic scene of the men frantically competing for her favor before it's too late. That was really crazy. I was ready for some comedy. (laughs) And Aaron S. becomes... I I didn't expect him to be our narrator, and yet he's who we have. Mm -hmm. We have a clip. It is a full display of mating season here on Animal Planet. Too easy! That was good! The male suitors are doing their best to woo the only female in the home. You're seeing every man in heat, twisting their wings, showing off their testosterone. (laughs) Oh no, here we go. (laughs) In hopes to woo the woman. What on earth? First of all, what he's actually commentating on, uh, we should say, is that when Charity comes back in the room, Chris just starts doing backflips and high jumps frantically. <laughs> he's just like, time to jump on the Jumping park. on, like, anything he can, like, he's just parkouring around the entire house. And she's like, oh my god, like, this is great. She does a really good job, because I would be like, get your ass down. I know. She's, yeah, those shows do not oh, belong on the bar. She's really good at the job of being bachelorette. She is. She's too pure for this world. And then Caleb is like, the wrestler, Caleb, is like, I can do backflips. Let's do a backflip together. And then he body slams Chris on the couch. (laughs) And like, I can see, okay, I can imagine that watching this, you're just like, has everyone lost their damn minds? Like, what is happening? That they're like, this is my last shot at getting a first impression, Rose, is to literally do backflips out of context, just like, backflip performance for Rose. And then Aaron S. with his little Animal Planet commentary chiming in. I was like, this is really funny, but also this literally is just you describing The Bachelorette. And it does kind of seem like maybe you think the whole concept is ludicrous. He's like, everyone's just trying to impress the one woman here. And I'm like, yeah, it's The Bachelorette. That's what it (laughs) is. Every group date is exactly like that. Aaron is feeling good because he has done the ultimate in peacocking. He brought a little game to play with charity where they use fire extinguishers to shoot rubber duckies off of a table. So he's on top of the pack at this point. Everyone else is just trying to meet that level. Of game. I mean, she did say that they were all creative. <laughs> Spencer really needs to get time with Charity before the rose ceremony because he hasn't told her about his child. So he pulls her aside and has a conversation with her in the notable important conversation location by the fireplace in the mansion. And he's like, how is being in healthcare? Is it rewarding? And she's like, yeah. And he says, I'm also in healthcare, but on the other side as a medical device sales director. 
And she's like, do you like it? And he's like, I love it a lot, 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 a lot. He really loves selling medical devices so much. Yeah. It's one of, again, it's a stretch of like, oh, you help people? Me too. I sell this stuff. Like, I know. And I love I was it. like, that's really, hmm, that's really the other side. It's truly the other side. Yeah. It's, it's pure profit yeah. making. It's really like, it's a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. But I guess if that's the connection that you need to make, I guess go then for more, it. Then more power to yeah. you. Yeah. He finally gets around to being like, I have to share this with you. It might be a potential deal breaker. He says, I have a little boy. And Charity's like, oh, you're a a dad. Like, that means you really sacrificed a lot being here. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He always just says everything in a sort of hesitant way. Like, he's not sure how it's going to be. Yeah. Seems very self-conscious and nervous. Yeah. Yeah. It seems self-conscious and then... It also, he, it seemed like he was like, wasn't really sure. And he was, it seemed impulsive to say, well, I've got to tell you this right now. Because a lot yeah. of people wait. Like that's the yeah, whole thing is that. I've yeah. got this big secret to tell her. When am I going to tell her? But he's like, no, I got to do it now. I honestly though feel yeah. like he wouldn't have made it past night one. No. If totally. he hadn't shared well, maybe this. That was, maybe that was, that was the calculation yeah. that, that, that he and the producer. That, that was kind of producer my made. instinct because Charity is like, yeah that's so beautiful. You have a child. Like, I understand why you would feel scared to share this, but you don't have to. And he's so relieved. He shouts like, you're awesome. Yeah. He's like, I feel like tap dancing. It is always risky to use the I'm a parent card, so to speak, as a way to stay, because it's also a great opportunity for the lead to be like, I don't want to waste your time. You should be with I'm sure that will be coming in a short (laughs) week or two. Aaron B., has also prepared a little something special. Doing spoken word about charity to charity while freestyling a little bit on a keyboard. What a, what a f- good friend of Aaron Clancy. Very weird move. This man is, he's like, I'm charming, mm-hmm. doing so many things, and I'm aware yeah. Yeah. that I am charming. <laughs> He finishes his little spoken word. He's like, you deserve warm bubble baths and foot rubs. And he's like, I play by ear. I taught myself just for you. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't know if you want my first reaction to be. That does explain a few discordant notes in there. But that was my first reaction. And then he's like, he goes on and he's like, yeah, I don't know if you noticed. But, you know, it started off, you know, real, real loud. And then it kind of pittered. Like he was like describing. And then the it piece. got deep. And, you know, just like, like us. And I'm like, wow, like really analyzing. You put a lot of thought into this, but you have to, something you have to explain. It's not just, you know, unspoken. Yeah. He's doing music and music criticism. (laughs) Right. A a man of so many talents. Yeah. He also whips out his trick coin and is like, heads for a kiss, tails, you play the piano. Shockingly, it's heads and they get to make out. Mm -hmm. I cannot believe that Charity do, Charity doesn't demand to see the tails side well, at this point. Charity is She's like, I too, do want to make out with Aaron because he's yeah, very fair. cute. Mm. <laughs> She's also just a very generous person. Like also I'm true. a cynic. Like if again, like you were saying, Jill, if any of these men said anything that they said to Charity to me at a bar, I would be like, "What do you want right. from me? Like, what are you yeah. doing? What is this game?" Claire would just be and telling just off like, I love every sweet. single one of these men. <laughs> be a bloodbath. <laughs> uh, 
Meanwhile, at the bar, suspicions have begun to swirl around Nehemiah because Josh thinks he recognizes him from somewhere. So we know Josh watched the, watched mm-hmm. the season. And Nehemiah isn't that surprised. He's like, this costume is semi-ridiculous. I do think that they were all counting on someone noticing that he was in costume. And they do get a little bit more uh, footage out of this. Josh is like, is that a fake mustache? And Nehemiah does the least suspicious thing you can do when you're asked that, which is to flatten the fake mustache against his upper lip. What could you be talking about? (laughs) He's like, is it falling off? No, it's not fake. So weird. And Josh is just like, did this guy wrestle in college? Like... (laughs) I recognize you. Wait, this is relatable to me because I feel like I see people in New York City all the time that I'm like, is that a, a semi-famous actor or is that someone that like I saw on a dating app or did we go to high school together? And you're like, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to tell. And that's really the experience that Josh is having. Yeah. He's like, I encountered a lot of athletic men during my time doing college wrestling But Nehemiah, undeterred by all this, is continuing his investigations. And finally, Aaron S. slips up, admitting that he came in with doubts about the process and thought about pulling out. And Nehemiah's like, finally, a douchebag in here who doesn't believe in the process. Writing that down on my little notepad. The pickings are very slim. (laughs) At this point, like anything, anything is disqualifying. Nehemiah is getting so desperate. But then Brayden, <sighs> Brayden emerges. Yeah. Yes. Brayden sits down with Charity. He bonds with her over being cheated on. And she, she's like, you said that I stood out to you on the show. Like, what quality did you like in me? And he says her empathy because he's such an empath. The people just take and take from him. So he needs another empath. This, this and I'm is like, about him. I'm like, I may, this is one of those things that a guy could say. And I'm like, maybe that's true, but it actually sounds like a tiny bit of a yellow flag to me. I was thinking the same thing. That was something that stood out to me as like, this seems fake. And like uh, him just saying like, I'm, you know, I'm such a martyr. I'm such a good guy that it, it was just not coming off as like genuine. You're always like, yeah, when someone makes too big of a point about how empathetic they are or how good they are, you're like, exactly. hmm, but are you? Right. Especially men. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm a misandrist. I'm just like, I, when I hear a man That's say, our like, I need bias. to be with a really empathetic giving woman because it's so hard for me to not just be taken advantage of because I, I'm just like, I feel like maybe you would just love to have a woman who is so giving that you could take advantage of. And he's like... Because I don't trust you. I forget words where I'm just like, I'm a giver. I give and I give and I give and you know, and I'm just like, okay. (laughs) It was just too much. All right. It's true that I feel like maybe there are men I would receive it better from, but there's something about him where I'm just like, I don't know if I buy Mm -hmm. it. Again, like, I feel very TBD. On Braden. Yeah, it, very TBD on Braden. Go either way. Yeah. But Charity's, she is into it. And they like, they really have a, a good solid makeout sesh. They get into it. Yeah. Yeah. She she tries to wipe off her lipstick and he's like, leave it on. It's my badge of honor. And then they like kiss some more. 
she bites his lip. She's like, Brayden's a good kisser. He's a good person. Check, check, check. And Brayden, Brayden is like, <sighs> everyone, we made out. She he's bit like, my lip. <laughs> he's like, I don't kiss and tell, but I did kiss her. She did bite my lip. She kissed me. Ah, she kissed me. It was so great. I did tell everyone, including Nehemiah. Yeah, he was bragging like nobody's business. And it wasn't even like, like cool guy. It was like, guys, oh my God, I guess he's like, giddy, which, which frankly, I think softened it, softened my response to it a little yeah. bit. He Everyone was, yeah. seems to just be receiving this in stride, except for Sean, who is actively angry that someone else is making out with charity, which, yeah, okay, I don't know why Sean, Sean is pissed but i will say that no one seems super impressed by brain no no one is impressed but everyone is just like silently like this freaking fool we have a little clip of his victory tour you're happy what just happened bro i got a kiss bro okay okay bro she's so cool they had some bomb conversation like dude you went back for a second one you saw it (laughs) brain making out with charity that's tough because we're all chasing the same girl yeah it's real, real quick. I heard you got a little, a little kiss, a little kiss. I did get a little kiss. Wow, bro, it just—it was like it just happened. Bro. She was there. It felt organic. It was awesome. Like it was like, it was a good kiss. He's like going on about how nice her lips yeah. feel. He kind of reminds me, like the way he speaks, and I didn't realize this until just now. He kind of talks like Johnny, like this kind of like suave, almost like. Do you know what I'm talking about? Interesting. Like, yo, bro, I just got a kiss. Like, yeah. Oh, no, it's like the it's like the beach bro. It's, it's yes. very much beach bro. Well, yeah. he is also from San Diego. Okay. He's part of So, yeah, I mean, it was just very like it was literally like a shot of adrenaline. It must have been <laughs> because he is just riding this high. He can't stop. He can't he stop. He truly yeah. cannot stop. And none of it seemed like very cool bragging, which I think is did make me feel less gross about it like it was you were just like this person is just right it wasn't like i'm better than you it wasn't i'm better than you bragging it's just i'm so excited yeah it was just messy i was like you don't seem like you're trying to lord it over everyone or like you're showing off like i'm the ultimate like suave guy but it is messy. Like, literally at the beginning, he was like, I don't kiss and tell. And, like, there is a reason that that is perceived as good social right. etiquette to not go around, like, bragging about your physical intimacy with women. And yet, like, he cannot shut up he, about he it. Simply and I'm like, cannot. be a little more discreet. Like, pull yourself together. But frankly, a bit. I feel like Nehemiah is relieved. He's like, finally. Finally, someone pissed me off and I can tattle to Charity about him. She's, he's like, Brayden is extroverted, confident, trending towards arrogant. And at this point, Nehemiah calls the entire group of guys to attention. He's like, you know me as Charles the bartender. He rips off the wig, the hat, the mustache. He's like, but I'm Nehemiah, Charity's brother. And one of the guys is like, that was a fake mustache? Come on, bro. It was so he crazy. was like, I thought that was such a real mustache. I was- and like Josh, on the other hand, is like, I, I knew I recognized that guy. Mm-hmm. Well done, Josh. And it's so crazy because imagine you're on the show and, you know, like, then all of a sudden the bartender's starting to call the shots. <laughs> like, then you're just 
was like, what is happening? Am I being like, scammed 100% of the time like, on this show? You, you must have known that something was afoot when the guy, when the bartender with the fake, with the wig comes up and he's <laughs> acting like the host, which by the way, oh I totally forgot God. Jesse Palmer even existed at this point because I'm like, it's I, just he's me. He's barely been there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That was crazy. And then he tells them that he's heard some questionable things and he's going to go tell Charity. And I'm like, Aaron S. Brayden, you guys have no choice at this point. You have to take Nehemiah out, <laughs> like, assassin style. It's not too late. But they they don't move quickly enough. He leaves to talk to Charity. And the men are like, what did we say? Like, what's going on? And none of them will really cop to being nervous about what they said. But Brayden is squirming, like, a little mm. bit. Yeah, he's like, I hope I didn't say anything bad. I don't think I did, but maybe I did. He's like, I don't even remember. I just blacked out because Charity's lips were so soft. And it seems like the other guys are also like, Brayden. Brayden is the one who said yeah. some shit. He should be worried. But I feel like this is probably, like, a theme for Brayden in his life where he's just like, I don't know what I said. Like, did I actually yeah. say something? Where he's just constantly confused, like, trying to remember about his, like, crazy antics <laughs> the night before or something. I honestly yeah. agree. He's like, given my history, I, I probably, probably said something, something, but it's hard to find. It's hard yeah. to know exactly what that thing was. <laughs> so Nehemiah grabs Charity. He tells her about his ruse, which she did not know about. Although, did she never notice that her brother was wearing a wig in the corner of the or room? Or was she just mm. not allowed to like go in that She probably room. wasn't allowed to go over there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And he asks who she wants to give her first impression rose to, if she knows who she wants to give her first impression rose to. And she's like, I think so. And he says that he heard things from all the guys, good things, for example, beautiful, gorgeous, real life Disney it's princess. It's amazing how all of those things mean the same thing. <laughs> right. Physical yeah. appearance. Good. Yeah. They're like, yeah. they think you're hot. They yeah. don't. Gratified to hear that they all think you're they hot. They don't seem to know anything or care about anything else about you but looking good on that front he also says he was pleasantly surprised by aaron b who seems sincere but aaron s is unsure about the process and charity's like yeah i mean i was too yeah totally yeah she seems completely unfazed by this and nehemiah's like okay oh for one moving on (laughs) brayden He was boldly crossing that line from confidence to arrogance, and he felt emboldened enough to say he get the rose. So one thing that happened when Brayden was bragging is that Nehemiah asked them all if they thought they would get the first impression rose, and Brayden is like, yeah. I'm I'm like, he was, it's like leading the witness. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) There was some entrapment happening. And again, the bartender even knowing, A, what the show is that that he's bartending for, (laughs) what the first impression Rose is, like, what the hell? Like, what? Yeah, I, they should have all clued in. Brayden also seems drunk. I'm like, I don't think that shot that they did at the beginning was his last shot. Certainly not. Brayden is Mixed with his, mixed with his natural exuberance. Mm -hmm. So he he indiscreetly says that he thinks he would get it. Nehemiah tells Charity, and she seems a little taken aback. And Nehemiah says, I realize you're more than capable of making your own decisions. Like, just pay attention. If something feels off, like, pay attention to your gut. You know, make make good choices. And Charity's like, listen, I'll carry the luggage out. Yes, girl, you will. Not at this in, exact moment. But maybe moment. in the future. Maybe in the future. So she heads back to the group. She's like, my brother told me some interesting things. Brayden, 
can you come with me? All the other men are so relieved. They're like, yeah, "Yeah, he did. He did it. He's bad. And we're (laughs) all amazing. Mm -hmm. And she sits Brayden down. She's like, I heard you were overconfident about the first impression, Rose. And you are being kind of cocky. And he's like, I wasn't trying to be cocky, but the kiss was just so amazing. And if I were in your shoes, I would have given you the first impression, Rose. And so I was just feeling really giddy. I wasn't in a place of trying to brag. She's like, thank you for the explanation. I need to go think. At this point, Brayden is feeling chastened. He's like, I didn't want to come off cocky. I was just stoked and talking to a bartender. I didn't know it was her brother. Um, And I'm like, okay, well, if you'll say it to a bartender, then Mm. like, maybe, maybe that's just who you are, Brayden. The men mostly seem to think he's toast at this point. And this is when I wanted to take a step back and be like, do we think that this is a getting sent home night one offense? Or should it be? I did not think so. I felt like this was a bit of a reach that (laughs) people get overly excited and nervous and drunk night one. And like, I've seen so many worse behaviors exhibited on this show. I don't know. Yeah, there's been a lot worse. It wasn't like, I remember on Clayton season, Claire, she's going around saying she hated Clayton. Then he was, (laughs) that he sucked. Like, at least it wasn't that, you know? This guy was excited about a kiss. That was definitely a night one of getting sent home offense. I don't want to be here. He sucks. sucks. Like, this is just, I'm excited about a kiss and I am like, I'm 24 years old. Yeah, and he's like a little, he's like a little obnoxious and overconfident. Like, sure. This was like a true grading, like, like, it's evidence of how this show, like, villainy can be graded on a curve. They just have to find a villain out of who's there. We gotta find one. This is what we got. And truly it was because, like, this was the most egregious offense, even though it was not that egregious, they had to go with it. Exactly. So, they yeah. needed something. If Neam, if they were going to pay, if they're going to like have Nehemiah in for the night, they got to have. He better some, find something. <laughs> better find something. And this is the only thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was my feeling as well. It's they did what they could with with the material they were given. Charity takes a break, returns to Brayden. She's like, I thought about it. The first impression rose is something I don't take lightly. And for you to share with my brother how strongly you felt about our connection meant a lot. You had every right to feel that way. I felt the same way. You're a breath of fresh air. And she pulls out from under her fur shawl the first impression rose. They make out again. Oh, he's so relieved. Oof. He's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought I, uh, I, I wasn't was expecting that, to be honest. That was, like, a fun little twist. Like, if my brother was, like, this guy's being obnoxious, I wouldn't be, like, first impression, Rose. Like, yeah. yeah. It did feel like, yeah, her brother's, like, this guy was bragging about making out with you. And she's, like, I'm so flat. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, but maybe the connection was truly just the best of the night. Yeah, I think that she was into him. They had hung out quite recently. So there's a recency bias when you're meeting, like, 20 different people and you can't remember their names. And also, I feel like production probably was like, this is a good twist narrative-wise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I do not see her ending up with Brayden, but I get why Yeah, why he maybe got the first impression, Rose. I also, I wonder if on The Bachelorette, if they do want to encourage people, the leads, to more often give their first impression, Rose, to someone who they like, but who has flame-out qualities. Yeah. Because they had this 
strong mm. track record for a while of the lead always picking their final rose recipient. And it was like, so what's the point of the season? Right. Yeah, I think that they have encouraged the women increasingly to like be a more impulsive. But didn't that happen last season? Like Rachel gave it to Tino and didn't Gabby give it to Eric? Yeah. No, Gabby gave it to <gasps> someone. Mario. That- to Mario, who like okay. flamed out pretty quickly. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's so true. Yeah. But isn't that amazing to say about like something to say about the women's intuition? Oh yeah. No, they we always know, know who know they what like. We like. I mean, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's this true. was interesting. I, but I, I was, I supported I, her. I think if I were charity, I mean, I, I, we all are here to support charity because we support women. Um, I would have checked Brayden here. Like, I would have said, this is a ridiculous overreaction. Everyone's acting like you did something so bad. It's actually sweet that you were excited to kiss me. But, like, act like a grown-up. I agree. Be a little less messy. Be a little more discreet. Like, I I don't want to feel like I'm a trophy for you to brag about. Yeah, like, you're you're on notice. I'm into you, but you're on notice. And instead, she's just like, thank you for bragging about me. Here's a rose. Like, go with God. I do suspect that this is going to lead to Brayden flaming out. Oh, yeah. This is his villain origin story right here. We are watching it in the flesh. (laughs) Whenever we reward a man for acting messy... Nothing good will come of it. That is when they start to become a villain, 100%. Some men still haven't spoken to charity like Dot and... It's now tomorrow morning and it's time for the rose ceremony and everyone is feeling nervous except for Brayden, who is like, I am. I'm going to say Dotton (laughs) is just tall enough that he didn't even need to have a conversation. He's like an automatic. As it turns out. (laughs) (laughs) But we do get some (laughs) some of the classic uh, I'm nervous about getting a rose uh, B-roll from him and from some of the other men. Joey is like. I'm desperate for another chance. She's so beautiful. How could I not want another chance to stare into her eyes? Okay, Joey, tone it down. Spencer starts to weep in his ITM and says he would feel validated as a good guy if she keeps him around. Spencer, you you can't, you really can't pin your self-worth on this show. I'm very concerned for you. That is literally the, the worst thing you can possibly do. I'm very worried about him. I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand. It's horrible. And he's like, he's like, sometimes yeah. I even have trouble thinking I'm a good guy. And I'm like, no. I'm like, oh, no. Get yeah. off the show. Get off. Take it to therapy. Do not pin it on whether charity keeps you until the second week. None of your self-worth is attached to this. As You have yeah. to commit as little of your self-worth as possible to this experience. Yes. And then, then we get to Sean, who has some thoughts. I think there's so much more to me than a big check and Sam donating my heart to charity. Aaron S. Aaron S. But I, I haven't even had the chance to really speak to her. So I am trying to speak into existence, saying to myself, I will get a rose. I will get a rose. Caleb A. It's really tough. I've never had this little control of something in my life where right now my relationship with charity is completely in her hands. Oh my god! He's like usually wow. I'm the one controlling women. It's <laughs> with my so big startling. Check. I'm controlling yeah. them with my big check. <laughs> yeah, when he's every part of what he said, he's like, first of all, there's more to me than a big check, and I'm like, I doubt it. I don't it. think so. I've this never had this little crazy. control over something in my life. Is I mean, honestly, it's something I would expect a white 25 year old Republican man to yeah, say. Yeah, honestly, it but, might be accurate. <laughs> 
but it's unsettling. It's very unsettling. I don't. I wish he were more comfortable not having control over things. It probably would be good for him and for <laughs> all of us collectively, the world. Oh, Sean. <laughs> so we're we're gonna see more of Sean. I yes, we are. He is one one person I'm I'm eager to see blossom into a villain. Me too. I'm ready. So let's let's go. Charity hands out roses to Aaron B, John, Xavier, Joey, Caleb B, Warwick, Aaron S, Caleb A, Adrian, James, Sean, Michael, Tanner, Dotton, Caleb K, John Henry, Josh, and Spencer. Guys, we have both Aaron's and all three Caleb's making it through night one. <laughs> Incredible stuff. Crazy. And you know the guy that didn't make through night one? The backflip guy. I know. Yeah, Chris the jumper was, going home. Yeah, that's just to show men, we don't want the peacocking, okay? Yeah. We really we don't. Need more, more emotional skills. Unfortunately, also going home is Nick from HR. So we don't want the HR, but we also don't <laughs> right. want jumping. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. There always has to be a good, so good guy. Every, you know, like they're good guys. Good people go home yeah. night one. There's just not enough it's room on the true. roster. Yeah, Khalid also room. goes home. We were hopeful for hopeful. some Muslim representation on the show, yeah. and I guess that is very brief. Muslim that is going away. And then Joe, who's tall, Taylor, and <laughs> Taylor, who I guess did not meet his children's. No, I guess mother. not. And our lesser pilot, Pete. Who, like, barely wow. even speaks two no. words. It's true that when we looked at the bios, we were like, Chris is going to lean too hard on the jumping, and it will not serve Yeah, him we did predict she that. won't feel like a connection. Yeah. She'll just be like, ooh, jumps. And that is literally what happened. Guys, if you have a cool skill, don't let it define you on this show. It was like, you really got to thread the needle talk. carefully. Yeah. It was like, wabam guy. Remember that guy? Or oh, Waboom guy? Wow. But he actually made it through night one, I think. Yeah, they were, again, they were desperate. That was a producer for some villain energy. You have to have like some. chaotic villain energy. And I suspect Spencer was probably also a producer pick. And it was like, at the yeah. last minute, yeah. like, they needed... I do think we need to see some, some of his story play out, for sure. I think that was part of it. But I don't yeah. think she has a connection with him. No, absolutely not. No but yeah, yeah. I, I'm not shocked that production wanted him to make it through night one. But honestly, a lot of the guys that she picked, I I was like, I'm into a lot of these yeah, guys. I'm it's a good, feeling a lot yeah, of them. It's a good group. I'm worried to see how they will turn out to be villains, yeah. but I am excited to see Sean hopefully become a villain. And it seems like Brayden probably will yeah. based on some of what we see. Yeah, yeah it looks like Aaron, previous. B, and Brayden will continue to kind of verbally spar. We get some clips of the rest of the season. Joey is just licking Charity's, like, entire face. <laughs> I was so it, thrown by this. Was, they do, like, the quick romantic clips, and it's just Joey, like, fully tonguing her, like, <laughs> yeah. d- like That's chin That's going to be one of those eyebrow. horrifying moments in in which Joey has to really confront the way that he's been making out for like the last 10 years of his life. I literally was so struck by this clip that I was imagining him watching the premiere with his bros. And they're always like, Joey, look at you. You're so suave. And then you hit that, that clip and everyone's like, 
What the fuck, man? <laughs> That's actually so true. Where's That's your tongue? all I could think about, too. <laughs> but we do get a sense of some of the men that we're going to see a lot of. We get Brayden, Tanner, Xavier, Dotton, Joey, Warwick, John, um, Aaron B. And we also see that she's going to fall in love with more than one person. Oof. She's going to be heartbroken. Yeah, I know. I'm oh, yeah. Heartbroken. Heartbroken. Oh, she is just trying to keep oh, it together. She's going to go through it. Trying to keep it together, but she's really going to go through it. And I'm so excited by this. Telling Sean that she's getting too cocky and she could clip the rose right off his chest. Yes, charity. Like, how did he even get the rose in the first place? How are we letting it go that That is far? the concerning I, I know. I am concerned, but I... You know, I it will make for a very satisfying arc if she does, in fact, rip the yeah. rose right off of his chest and yeah. send him home. I'm excited. Having just recently rewatched the episode where Emily finally sends Kaylin home in season eight, I do think that it's good for the show for producers to be like, I know this guy sucks, but you need 100%. to. You, you need to you wait need to give him the group yeah. date rose so that it's really dramatic. Yeah, honestly, I'm fine with it. This seems like a villain I will have few complicated feelings about, and that's really what I crave. Yeah. Yeah. And in the credit sequence, we see Charity getting Nehemiah to put his costume back on. I will say his mustache at this point appears to be upside down. Yes. Which is a whole different look. And she's like, you look like Steve Charity's Harkins. dying. And then she's just like, I'm so glad this is going to be documented <laughs> for everyone to see. True brother-sister banter. I love it. Jill, What are? do you have any final thoughts or big predictions for this season? Oh, God. I don't really have any big predictions. I'm trying to stay away. For, actually, no, it's kind of impossible because I know people. So it's like hard to kind of like, <laughs> oh, I don't know what's going to happen. I kind of know like generally. But I'm excited to meet some of the characters because they're also some of the characters we're going to see on the beach. And Ooh, so we kind right. of have to, you know, we have to have that in the back of our mind. That's and, such a good point. Yeah, we're yeah. heading like right into paradise after right paradise. this season ends. And so... This is kind of, this is training season for Paradise. It very much is. And yeah. I'm starting to take notes. I really am. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. I I, I know we that Emma and I were, were saying that Brayden is giving us major Paradise energy already. Yeah. So we'll see. But I'm anxious to see these men blossom into beach contenders. Yes. Jill, can you let the people know where they can find you before we let you go? You can find me on all of social media in some form of Jill Chin. Um, I think my Instagram is Jill Chin underscore and then Jill underscore Chin is maybe my TikTok, something of that nature. Um, so if you just type Jill Chin, you'll find it. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Search around. Search around. You know, find Jill. I know for hilarious. Find yeah, her. I try. I try. You but really are. I like that. I like that you're playing a little hard to get just like you told the men to do. Right. In the mansion. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna make this like. Too don't easy. follow me, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> Show don't tell. Okay. <laughs> Only really Jill, want to. thank you so much. <laughs> this has been such a treat. You'll have to come back soon. Oh my god, of course. Um, I love hanging out with you guys. I'm excited for the rest of the season, and I will be tuning in.
And now it's time for Love to See It, Hate to See It. Let's start with Love to See It. I love to see Charity's night one gown. It did look very heavy, but she really carried it with a strength that I can't even imagine. And it looked so stunning on her, like the the pinks, the golds. I loved so it. So true. I also love to see Nick's one shining moment. He's doing backflips. I'm in HR. A line for the ages. This is the kind of dry humor that I want to see more of on this show. And thank you, Nick, for your service. I actually loved to see, in a, in a trepidatious way, this group of men. I think there's a solid handful that Charity seems to have a genuine spark with. A lot of them don't seem like total dirtbags. I, I know that I will learn more about them Look. and I will come to regret ever endorsing them in any way. But, but at this moment, I'm like, this is fun. I actually like to imagine going on dates with some of these guys, that's the thing. which is we nice. We know that there is always the potential for any new character we meet to disappoint us. But also, we got to go off of what we see. And there are a lot of delights in, in this first episode. And for that, we are deeply grateful. We also love to see The Bachelorette just leaning into some, at times, ham-fisted comedy with Nehemiah's whole undercover bit. I really enjoy how bad they made the disguise. Yeah. Yeah, if they're gonna do really heavy-handed comic bits, I do prefer this to Sally's suitcase. Same. This this worked for me a little bit better, and I do, I like it when the show tries to be funny. I also love to see Josh having some solid instincts about Nehemiah being in disguise or at least someone he's seen before. He is giving me like Harvard business degree. Like I network, I remember every face I've ever seen. Look at this. You and kids. I definitely could discuss some opportunities. If you get a Harvard degree, you too might be able to recognize a fake mustache and a fake wig. Although I'm proof that you can have a Princeton degree and not remember a single face you've ever it, seen it before. It can really go either so way. Choose wisely. <laughs> and now it's time for Hate to See It. First off, we hate to see Sean McLaughlin's resting dick face, a term we discussed quite a bit when we were doing our live shows and talking about epic villain Kaylin. Yeah, Sean is also giving me he just has it. the same. He has it. Yeah. The villain he has it. it. Um, also hate to see them casting someone who is so closely linked to such a hard right Republican, like truly just spreading hate speech on Twitter. <laughs> like it just seems like they should be doing a a sort of different approach to casting at this one, point. One would think. Like, maybe maybe I'm being too, like, from my liberal mindset, being a little too rigid. But, like, I checked his dad's Twitter and I was like, oh, my God, yikes. This is a whole <laughs> bunch of crazy. Yeah, we don't need to give this family any more attention. And yet here we are. Also, I hate to see Dotton not getting any time with charity. Although I do predict that this man is going to be a sleeper hit. I, I can see him filling that, like, Catherine Giudici role. Yeah, I, I see him making an impression later on. I do hate to see, just kind of, as we were discussing earlier, not enough cartoonishness among the men. Like, I like that we have this solid group of guys who actually seem like someone you'd want to date. But I wish but we to also hate them a little the, more. 
We also need some guys that you just like really hate because they are overtly like unpleasant and douchey or some guys who are just like comically going for it, you know, in some way. We had a lot of lackluster introductions out of the limos. Not a lot of guys willing to stir shit up with Nehemiah. I'm like, entertain me. Like some of you have to be here for the screen time. Give it to me. Come on. And finally, we hated to see Brayden just not getting checked sufficiently, though we certainly did not think he deserved to be sent home. This man is messy. Don't reward him too much for just spreading his descriptions of your makeouts around the house. Like, he needs to be chastened a little bit or else his ego is just going to grow out of control. But frankly, I'd say these hate-to-see-its are fairly minor, and I can assume as the season chugs along, (laughs) our gripes will only get larger. Yeah, my main gripe is just the, just like the blahness, you know, just like they're not doing enough. I'm sure that will be rectified as the season goes on and they find some ways to provoke these men into drama and conflict. Let's let's rate this episode, shall we? Yes. Out of 10 real-life Disney princesses. What do you think, Claire? <sighs> well, Charity was certainly giving me a lot of real-life Disney princess. The men were also giving me some Disney in the sense that it's like, you barely even need to pay attention to the men. They're just handsome and they're Prince, uh, you know, Prince Charming and style. And there was an Aladdin reference. <laughs> there was an Aladdin reference. I think we got to give this a, like a seven. Yeah, it was a strong start. I don't want to rate too high right from the jump. So yeah, got to save some I, room. I, but I think it was a very strong start. It was giving start. me the, the Disney it vibes. Was. I was getting the Prince Charming. I was getting the Aladdin. I was getting fairy tale. Yeah. A lot of sort of boringly uh, appealing men. And of course, the most beautiful woman you've ever seen in real life. So... 7 out of 10 to kick us off, and, and let's see where this beautiful story will take us on this magic carpet ride. And on that note, that's it for this episode of Love to See It with Emma and Claire. Thanks to our incredible guest, Jill Chin. Love to See It is produced by us, Claire Fallon, and Emma Gray and Stitcher. This episode was edited by Talon Stradley. Our theme music is by Tamar Haviv, and our art is by Celine Chang. Josephine Martirana is our executive producer. If you like the show, please remember to follow us, rate us five stars, and leave a review. And of course, spread the word to all of your friends about Love to See It. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at clareandemmapod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at Love to See It Pod and on Instagram at Claire and Emma Pod. And you can find our newsletter rich text on Substack at clareandemma.substack.com. We just put out an episode about the beginning of And Just Like That, season two. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emily D. Rose. Next week, we're going to have a delayed recap because of the July 4th holiday, but make no mistake, we will be back to cover the second episode of Charity Season just a couple days later than usual. Stitcher.